0: Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine and let's chat. Guys, what is happening? Welcome back to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. I am crazily caffeinated, so I'm bringing all the energy today. And for today, we are continuing from the episode I did a couple of weeks ago on upgrading our relationships. In the episode, I asked you guys if you wanted me to do a part two, and I got to say, I'm so blown away by the amount of positive feedback on that particular episode. And especially as our ability to manage relationships has such a profound effect on our well-being, it's so imperative to constantly evaluate our relationships and consciously elevate them in a way that leaves us feeling our best. I know I could be eating all the kale in the world and running marathons, but if you ask me what I credit a lot of my well-being to, it's the people in my life. I am my happiest self when my relationships are thriving. That is with myself and the relationship with the people in my life. And so I asked you guys if you would wanted a part two, most of you said yes, and so I'm going to deliver. And we're going to talk about more ways in which we can elevate our relationships, because ultimately, whether it's a conversation with a friend, or taking a holiday together, or even just a night out, I know for me, I can literally feel the life force pouring through me after spending time with a good friend. And no matter how busy my life gets, I will always carve out time to constantly nurture the relationships in my life that matter to me. Because in doing so, I will naturally create benefits across the board, whether it's in my work, my personal growth, or my health and well-being. And especially especially since the pandemic hit, I think it's safe to say that we are more interested in ever in terms of creating meaningful and fulfilling relationships. Even the mere thought of having surface level conversations or making small talk is painful. (laughs) We all know a lot of people, but when it comes to building relationships, I'm talking about how to upgrade the relationships with the people you can really fall back on and rely on. The people you want to share your good news with and the people you feel you're safest to be your most authentic self with. Especially with the pandemic, we were isolated for so long. And as a result, we are so much more sensitive to the energy around us. You can literally feel when someone is zapping your energy. I remember last year, back in June, um, it was my first real outing after the lockdown. And I came home absolutely exhausted. Fortunately, the company was amazing and I enjoyed every second of it. It was a dream. Like the idea of socializing, unheard of, right? But, anyways, I came home and I was exhausted because we forget how much energy any kind of conversation or relationship entails. And I want to make sure that if I'm giving my energy up, it's to the right people and to the, towards the right relationships. And maybe it's because of the whole Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview, but I got Oprah on the brain. Let's be honest. She is the queen, the ultimate queen. And one of my favorite quotes of Oprah's is, you are responsible for the energy you bring into a room. I wholeheartedly believe in this. So much power comes when we take ownership. By merely managing our energy and how we show up, we can naturally alter our relationships. And when relationships do weaken, We tend to blame others, but here's the kicker. We have 50% control over every one of our relationships. When we elevate our presence, who we are being and how we show up, we naturally attract people who match that energy. And together, we can build the most magnificent relationships. And on that note of taking responsibility for how we show up, I wanted to dive back in in terms of more ways in which we can show up powerfully in our relationships in order to elevate them and essentially their effect on us. So in the first part of this upgrading our relationships, we covered five ways to upgrade our relationships. So if you haven't already listened to it, I suggest you go back and do so first. And if you have, let's just carry on with a few more. And we're going to treat this as a continuation from part one. So number six is show up as the friend you want for yourself i remember a few years ago i was having dinner with a friend of mine who recently got engaged and her and her mom and her mom gave me one of the best pieces of advice when it comes to relationships i still come back to it and often share it and guys i'm talking she must have given me this advice about seven years ago And bear in mind, she was talking, uh, she was sharing it in reference to a romantic relationship and meeting the one, but I truly believe this applies to friendships as well. She told me to make a list of everything I would want in a guy. Then on the next column, identify how many of those I could tick off as already having. How many of those qualities do I already possess? And with the ones that I couldn't identify with, that is where my work lies, It was such an aha moment for me as essentially like attracts like. It's law of attraction 101. We attract based on who we are being. We cannot create meaningful and fulfilling relationships and magnetize friends who have our back if our nature is to gossip, ignore the needs of others, be inconsistent with how we show up, or foster a tit-for-tat mindset. Similarly, we cannot expect our friends to feel safe enough to open up and share their feelings if we are constantly judging others and remaining a closed book about our emotions. If you want friends who support you and have your back, become the biggest cheerleader for those in your life right now. You want your friends to invite you to plans? Start being the person who initiates plans. Everyone is a mirror reflection of us. And by showing up as the best friend possible, it's only natural to attract the best caliber of friends into your life. Number seven is set and respect boundaries. It's funny how certain words instantly create a negative connotation in our mind, like boundaries. The minute you say the word boundaries, it conjures up this image of closing people off building walls, and being rude and obnoxious, to the point that even the mere idea of drawing a boundary can feel almost uncomfortable. Especially since our energy is our most sacred commodity, it's no wonder that I'm a big advocate of constantly setting boundaries as necessary. Essentially, drawing a boundary means protecting your emotional and mental well-being and closing yourself off to anything or anyone who depletes your energy. It's especially important in relationships because our energetic state affects how we show up in a relationship. And so when we feel depleted, we have nothing to give to those we love. And so by drawing boundaries and safeguarding our energy, we naturally have more to bring to the table. And sometimes that could mean saying no to a friend's request if it's at a disservice to you or something you just don't want to do. Pre-COVID, when partying was a thing, I remember drawing a particular boundary when it came to going out. As much as I love to party and socialize, I also have my limit. And on the flip side, some of my friends can go to four or five in the morning easily. Whereas for me, by two or three, I'm more than ready to go home. In the past, they would have forced me to say I would, and then feel irritated with them, but more so to myself. And then the next day would be a write-off. And eventually got to the point where I had to, or I chose to, communicate this to them and told them where my boundary lies. And it was great because now they respect it. So by two o'clock, if I want to go home, they get it. And I'm, I'm ending the night on a high, as opposed to staying on and feeling resentful unnecessarily. Or let's say that you and your friend share different political beliefs, then you got to just draw a boundary and decide that that will be a subject off limits with you too. We often expect others to go above and beyond to deliver. But here's the thing, everyone is doing the best they can based on what they know best. And it's our job to constantly convey our needs and boundaries and similarly respect theirs as well. My eighth principle when it comes to upgrading our relationships is this might be controversial but i'm just going to roll with it is stop over investing a while ago i had a conversation with a client who found that in certain friendships it felt like she was doing more of the work and investing way more effort into the relationships more than feeling angry and resentful she just felt hurt and here's the thing our friendships are meant to elevate us, not bring us down. The reality is, is that this happens in many relationships, which over time is unhealthy as the effort is not balanced. We often think of balance in our health in terms of the food on our plate and making sure we're eating the right balance of nutrients. But the same applies to our energy. In order to be at our healthiest, feel our best, the energy exchange we engage in needs to be balanced. Whatever energy we invest needs to be received back by us if we are truly going to feel our best. And sometimes you might find that it's a period where you are giving more than you're receiving, but that can't be the basis of your friendship. Over time, that energy needs to be matched. Otherwise, that unequal balance is going to take a toll on your health. And while it's really easy to keep making excuses for the other person and that particular relationship, in those moments, we need to step back and create space. In doing so, we give the other person an opportunity to step forward and close that space, which is obviously the ideal outcome. However, if you find that by stepping back, the, un- the space only widens, that's a win too, because now you have clarity in terms of what this relationship really means and what it really is. You also have clarity that you're better off investing your efforts, time, and love into other relationships with people who actually want you in their lives and make an effort with you. Number nine, the ninth principle to upgrade our relationships is communicate, communicate, communicate. So many relationships suffer merely because of miscommunication. Especially when something bothers us, we shy away from bringing it up and having a conversation. Instead, we project past experiences, create stories in our head and make assumptions. But you know what they say, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, which is so true. Everyone is going through their own issues and oftentimes their behavior has nothing to do with us. Yet what do we do? We go and internalize it and take it personally. We create stories and we are continuing to walk on eggshells rather than actually bring it up. And the more we allow ourselves to initiate a conversation, the better we can move forward and understand one another better, provide the support, or in some cases, provide the space and as necessary, and essentially improve our relationship. And here's the thing, is that we tend to avoid communicating how we're feeling or addressing an issue because we're so scared of rocking the boat. But this is my take, that when we... Bring up something that might potentially rock the boat. There are two potential outcomes. You are either going to strengthen the boat, or if a simple conversation and voicing your needs and how you feel causes conflict, it's probably time to invest in a new boat. The anxiety that comes from constantly walking on eggshells or even just feeling like you are is a recipe for disaster. And finally, the 10th principle, well, I say finally, if you guys want a part three, I can certainly organize it. But the 10th principle towards upgrading our relationships is diversify your relationships. Essentially, our relationships feed us the same way a varied diet provides us with, a di- with diverse nutrients to expand our health. I truly believe that a varied group of friends provide us with more nutrients for our mind. It's really easy to only make an effort with your so-called clique and not branch out, especially as we get older. And truth be told, some of my best friends, who aren't even my friends anymore, but more, they're more family, are people I have grown up with. Yet at the same time, I've also cultivated incredibly enriching relationships with friends who I only met a few years back. Had I gotten overly comfortable with my so-called clique, I would have missed out on these more recent relationships, which mean the world to me. And diversifying your relationships could also mean in terms of age, backgrounds, and interests. We are constantly learning from each other, and can you imagine how much you can pick up from people with different upbringings and life experiences? Many of my friends are around my age. but some are younger. Quite a few are older, but each are incredibly enriching and provide so much value to my life. And on, just to add to that is that some of my friends are incredibly spiritual. And with, with them, we, have, we end up having the deepest conversations, whereas others really enjoy reading. And then we discuss about books. Some friends are really into fitness and we go to town with that. And some are parents and I hear about how they navigate motherhood. My point is is that because of this diversity of friendships, the kind of conversations and stimulation I'm receiving is so expansive. And when I feel expansive, I'm naturally going to provide that expansive energy. And can you imagine what that foundation for that kind of relationship is going to be? Well, if you ask me, that is one hell of an upgrade. So just to sum it up is... Part two of upgrading our relationships. If we really want to elevate our presence and our relationships and essentially the effect it has on us, we can pay attention to five things. So number one is show up as the friend you want for yourself, set and respect boundaries. Thirdly, stop over-investing. Fourthly, communicate, communicate, communicate. And finally, Diversification is key. The more we diversify our relationships, the more we expand the value we receive. And as a result, the f- positive effect it has on our well being and overall happiness. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate it if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message